Get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with Turkey Day right around the corner, there really is no better time to feast on some NFL action. Whether you're a first-time customer or you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use the promo code FINSUP to get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to a thousand bucks. You put in 200, they'll match you another 100 in your account. If you're already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Welcome to the third and long go on the Fit Addicts Network. Brought to you in part, as always, by Manscaped. This is our Thanksgiving Day special. <laughs> One of the best days to bet on football while you're sitting around the table, eating some turkey, cranberry, and stuffing, and watching some teams get to work. As always, I am joined by the handsome man himself, Jimmy Wonderful. How's it going, handsome Jimmy? Good, man. It's going well. You know, I know this is like a great betting day for football. What did you say? It's the second highest football betting day of the year, right? I'm it's guessing behind two. the Super Bowl. I'm guessing. Right behind the Super Bowl, yep. So yep. That's great, but man, they put these dog shit games out there, man. Like As always, right? <laughs> it's every year. It's brutal. So, I mean, well, that pit that pit Baltimore, you're like, oh, it's going to be great when you looked at it nine weeks ago. And then now yep. it's like, wow, um, it might not even happen now. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm doing all right, man. You know, ready to throw out some Turkey Day winners. As always. I mean, it, you know, the Thanksgiving, day, the Thanksgiving Day games would help if I could talk. They're kind of anchored by Detroit, who's a perpetual loser. And uh, Dallas, which sometimes had some fun games coming in. But this year, obviously, actually, this game's actually bigger than you think. This Washington Yeah, no, game. it's definitely a big game. I think it's going to be an interest. That might be, I think it might be my favorite game of the day, just because the implications on the division. And yep. I think it's a really close game. That's a, that's a tough game. Yep, yep. We get to see Alex Smith come back after another victory last week. Well, let's get right into it, Jimmy. As always, these lines are brought to you by mybookie.ag. Join MyBookie now and they will match your first deposit by 50% with a minimum deposit of just $45. This is a great time to jump on this deal. Cash in and have some fun on Thanksgiving while you're sitting around getting a little lazy off that turkey and tryptophan. But we'll jump right into the first game here, Jimmy. We got the Houston Texans minus three and a half with an over under of 51. They're playing the Detroit Lions. 
Jimmy, 74% of the cash here right now is on Houston with 54% of the tickets. So it seems like the sharp money, the dumb money, everyone's kind of leaning into Houston here. What's your take? So, you know, I wish I was on some of that sharper money. I wish I had it at three. Um, I like the Texans here, but what concerns me, we got to know more about Detroit. Like I got to know a little more about this game tomorrow morning before I I put on any money on this. It's looking like Gale Day's out. He's a lost cause. We don't know for sure about Swift and Amendola yet. Um, I think Swift's coming back. I think I think so too, but I I, I want some confirmation before I because I kind of like Detroit. If Swift's back and if especially if Amendola is back on top of that, I kind of yeah. like Detroit, especially with that hook. This Detroit team is very dependent on Swift and him in the running game. Uh, from what I was looking at earlier, Peterson's averaging like two point one yards a carry. Carry on Johnson's averaging like two point five yards a carry. Swift is yep. their do everything kind of guy. And then Amendola is Stafford's favorite target on third down. They were brutal. I think they were like, uh, they may have had one third down conversion last week in the shutout against Carolina. They're off. They were terrible. It hasn't looked worse. You know, I mean, I get it. They're missing a lot of big guys on the offense, a lot of skill players. So I got to see a little more before that. They looked really bad without those three. If two of those three come back, obviously Galladay's not, this makes it a little tougher for me. Um, I was looking at some stats. The Texans have given up 230 or more yards on the ground three times this season. So, yeah, Swift is going to be huge here. They're allowing 5.1 yards per carry um, to give up a first down. So uh, they're giving up first downs through the running game at 5.1 yards per carry uh, on 28.6% of their rushes. So... Mm. You know, the Texans defense is really bad against the run here. Swift would be huge. But with all that being said, I'm having a very hard time not seeing how this is the Texans game. I know we were talking about before the show um, on Friday's show, we're going to get into more like, hey, maybe a money line spot here. We're going to do some extra stuff that people have requested. But just in this spot here, I definitely like the Texans money line with that that hook on the three. I still kind of lean Houston here, man. I, I don't know. I got to see. It, it, is Swift even enough if he comes back on his own? You know, Stafford's a little yep. banged up. I, yeah, I think Swift makes a difference here. I think he definitely does uh, in the backfield. He's really popped. He popped the last game. He looked like he was on his breakout. Um, I think a lot of this carryover is from the last game. I mean, putting these two teams up against each other before last week, you would have said even. Now yep. Houston is rolling into town as a three-and-a-half-point favorite, rolling into Detroit on Thanksgiving. I hate siding with the dumb money here. I'm rolling with Detroit. Give me the three-and-a-half. I like it. I like them showing up Thanksgiving at home. They usually tend to play well uh, on Thanksgiving at home. You know, It's their tradition. That's their day uh, for the Ford family there. I like it. I like Detroit. I think it's a lot of bad will from the last game. They obviously didn't look good at all. Hopefully they get Swift back. Galladay's a difference maker, even though he's not getting any separation. According to Next Gen Sats, he's still just an amazing contested catch receiver. They're missing him on the outside. Uh, Amendola would be a, a big addition. But, you know, look for Marvin Jones in spots. Has some games. Hawkinson. Hawkinson, yeah, of course. Hawkinson could have a day. Yep, Hawkinson could definitely have a day. Um 
So I I'm, and, and, I'm, and 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 I want to make this point: the, the Carolina's defense. We talked about this on the show last week and the week before. We've just talked about them in general as a team that we liked, that is very underrated and underappreciated because of their record. Matt Rule, I, I tweeted this out the other day. I love him as a coach. I, I watched his like little victory speech. He's awesome. I think they're playing up from their talent. He reminds me a lot of Coach Flo, what he did with Miami last year to keep it close to home. I love him as a coach. This defense is playing out of control. I mean, for what the talent that they have, Brian Burns is turning into an amazing edge rusher. Uh, and, and what they're doing, they spent, if people don't know, they spent every single pick they had in last year's draft on the defense. They didn't draft one single offensive player. So they did an amazing job. I like how this defense – I like how the defense for Carolina was playing. And so it kind of showed with Detroit, right? And they're kind of – they were stagnant on the offense. Houston is not that team here. They're not that defense. They're a very bad defense. And, you know, Stafford is still a good QB. They got caught in a bad spot last week. That's fine. Underestimated the opponent maybe. I don't know. At home, Thanksgiving, grab your turkey, grab your stuffing, because we're picking, for me at least, I'm taking Detroit here. So the I, I love the points that you made, but the three things that concern me, um, and this covers both sides of the game, is that it's going to be a standalone game on a na- national holiday. So like you said, a lot of money, a lot of tickets on Houston, uh, you know, just everyday gamblers here, whatever. Uh, I, the general public's going to be all over the favorite here. Also, we're getting a team at its lowest coming off of zero points and a team at their highest coming off a win against New England in which the yep. offense looked really well and Watson looked really well. So you're getting that, what have you done for me lately on both sides? So Detroit just screwed a bunch of betters last week and Houston just won a bunch of people money last week. So we're getting that as well. And then on top of it, man, the Detroit defense, PJ Walker had a great game against them and he's a mobile quarterback, but he's not Deshaun Watson. I got some Watson stats, man. He hasn't been talked about much this year. I bet him for MVP last year and he was brutal this year. If the team was any good, he'd be in the conversation. He's sixth in passer rating. He's second in yards per attempt and he's fifth in completion percentage. Watson scares me here, but and everything you're talking about too has me that I'm split. I'm torn on it. Um, I'm going to wait and see some line movement right now. I lean plus the three and a half for Detroit, just because of what I just talked about as in the public. And the everything. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, hey, the, dumb money. the public and everything is on. It's just, everyone's going to be on Houston after what they just saw. And you're right. Thanksgiving, man, things get weird. Um, I like the under a little bit here too. Last year, all three of the Thanksgiving games, I went back and looked. All three games went under, and they all went under. Well, the Atlanta-New um, Orleans game went under by like a few points, but all three of the games barely went under. And what we get here is another public thing. All the you know uh, recreational betters come in, and they pump these totals way up. So yep. I feel like this total should probably be like a 49, 48, 47, and it's sitting at yep. 51, I think it is. So yep. I, I like the under here a little bit more than a side, but – uh, until further notice, if something changes, I'm 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 on the three and a half with uh, Detroit. Jimmy, I like it. Speaking of public perception, is there any division in the NFL with a worse public perception than the NFC East? They need a PR guy, and they need one fast. We have Washington 
playing in Dallas versus the Cowboys. Cowboys come in as a three-point favorite <laughs> with an over-under of 46. Jimmy, currently 53% of the money is on Dallas. 62% of the tickets are on Dallas. You have America's team on America's day, baby. Looking like those amateur players are coming in. Uh, the amateur betters are coming in th- for Dallas here. It's a pretty even split. It's almost as even as you can get it. Uh, as even as you can find it. What are you looking for here? For me, I'll just say I was, you know, kind of surprised. I think Dallas is the better team. So to see them three-point favorite. I mean, I'm sorry. Washington's the better oh, okay. team. Was- I think Washington's the better team. I'm surprised to see them being spotted three points here in Dallas. Yeah, man. What? So what? Because last week they beat Minnesota, who the week before yeah. that, or I'm sorry, we can say four weeks before that, no one thought Minnesota was any good. They go on a little yep. run. All of a sudden, a horrible Dallas team beats a Fugazi. You like that? A Fugazi? Bring it home for the Italians. <laughs> uh, they beat a Fugazi Minnesota team, and now Dallas should be a favorite. I understand they're at home, but shouldn't this be like a pick em or maybe a one to like – this shouldn't yeah. be this shouldn't be a three point line. I'm all over Washington here. This is probably one of my more favorite spots of the day. They're yep. running the ball well. Alex Smith isn't making mistakes. We talked about Scary Terry last week where he's pretty boomer bust. Well, how about this Dallas pass defense is just one of the worst in the league. So, I'm not really too concerned. Tavon Diggs got hurt. I know he's out 4 to 6 weeks, but he got hurt last week, right? For Dallas. Yep. Yep. They're they're running really thin in the secondary. Um, also the Washington defense is legit. I was looking up some stats this morning for the show. Oh, they are. Yeah. They're the only team in the league to be allowing under 200 passing yards this season. They're giving up, uh, I think 198 per game, six sacks and eight quarterback hits on Dalton. The last time they played him, they knocked Dalton out of the game. He missed a couple weeks. Um, the Dallas O-line, they did look better last week. Zeke went over a hundred yards for the first time this season which is unbelievable. Zach Martin, they moved him to right tackle for the game, and it seems to be working out pretty well. Um, But again, this Washington D isn't that Minnesota D. Um, Give me Washington here to make less mistakes, play a slower tempo, tempo, run the ball, short, quick passes. Um, Yeah, I I hope I get the hook here. I'm hoping I'm going to wait as long as possible on this one and hope that the public keeps coming in on Dallas. Um, yep. and we can get they that will. three and a half. I, I think they will too, especially after the first game. If Detroit, if Detroit wins that first game, or it's looking like they're gonna win, a lot of public's gonna be coming in on Dallas, you know, to chase yep. another favorite. So yep. I, I say we wait on this one, but I, I like Washington. Yeah, me too. Yeah, shocked at the line here um, coming in, spotted three points. Washington's a top 10 unit in every category, according to PFF on the defense. They're top five in coverage, and they're top three in uh, getting after the quarterback. So they're playing amazing on that, on, especially on the D-line, but they're playing good in the back end as well. Um, Chase Young is obviously back, had that crazy hit on Joe Burrow that we thought was going to lead to the injury. Prayers up for Burrow, by the way. That's a, that's a terrible loss uh, last week. I know we, we'll get more into that. Oh, yeah. uh, as we get into next this weekend show. Um, definitely, man. And, and then on the other end of the spectrum, the Cowboys are bottom five in almost every statistical category on defense. I think the worst defense in the league by the eye test, give or take. I mean, the Houston and Detroit, another two teams in this, this week or this Thursday special here uh, are also terrible on defense. 
But I love Washington in this spot. It's, you know, that line of being America's team is really reflected here. Washington is a better team. And this line is indicating that they're, you know, even in a COVID-less season would be indicating that they're even on a neutral site pretty much with a minus three spread. Yep. They're not an even team. And COVID, I think, makes that home field advantage even less, like a one and a half. I think that's why I was listening to a – I was listening to somebody that was working out in Vegas on a podcast. They said that they're dialing down to about one and a half or two point yep. uh, for home fields because you have the scenery. People, you know where you're at. You're like you're around your yeah. family. Yeah, I think that's that's more it. Yeah, it's a family. A nice, it's a comfort thing. Yeah. yeah, you get a nice rest the night before. You know where to show up the next day. You know where your locker is. You know everything is normal for you. So they're still factoring it in a little bit, but obviously not at the rate because. You know, there's no home field. It makes a difference. The 12th man, it's a, it's a big deal. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm all over Washington in this spot. You get the um, – you get those three points. Buy half a point here. I mean, if, yeah. you can, if you can afford it, that's a nice little hook you can have here. Washington's not going to get – I don't think they're going to get blown out in this game. This is a good spot for Washington, and it's a good, uh, it's a good way to kind of side with um, – I think some of the sharper money is going to be on – on uh, Washington here, the the key difference when we were going over these uh, these PFF green line is who we're using to go over these cash and ticket splits. Uh, if you were listening to last week's show too, it can kind of give you a an inside scoop on where the money is and where the sharp money is. I'll say on Thanksgiving, there's less of that available because you have a lot more retail investor uh, invest retail investor. I'm I'm a financial analyst. Can't you tell? You have a lot more of the consumer segment pushing money in, a lot more average Joe's betting, a dime, a nickel here. So these cash lines are going to be a little bit different than your regular Sunday slate of afternoon games. There's going to be a lot more money putting put in. So really what you want to look at is the tickets. The, the more percentage of the tickets going to kind of indicate the dumb money in this sense, uh, right? So, you know, the ticket's 62% for Dallas, 53% of the cash. It's a little hard to designate or delegate what's going to be more important for those here on this Thanksgiving slate. But I'm with you, Jimmy. I love, love, love Washington here. By the half a point, if you can afford it. Um, I think it's a great pick all around. That's probably my favorite pick of the day as we kind of go over these. I really love Washington in this spot. going to be a fun one after so- you probably – it, it's going to stay your favorite pick of the day. I don't know if you saw it. If we were live, we'd be breaking some news, but they just postponed the Steeler Raven game. So we only have two games now on Thanksgiving. Uh, Bleacher Report reported it. They threw up an Eric Ebron tweet talking about this is some bullshit. He tagged the NFL in it. Um, so I don't know. I, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know here, man. I, I don't know if we, if you want to get into it now. I, well, the line's probably going to change. This is going to be a benefit to Baltimore a bit with Ingram mm-hmm. and Dobbins on the COVID list. They should be I able think, to come off by then, right? Well, no, I heard that they tested positive. They actually said that they tested positive oh. for COVID. And I think the NFL rules stipulate they need to be out for 14 days. There's no questions. So I think they're missing two weeks, So if I'm not mistaken. And isn't that – I just – I mean, I don't want to put on my tinfoil hat here, but they tested positive right after the game. Did you see that? No. that's Ingram Ingram and Dobbins tested positive Sunday night after the Titans game. They didn't test positive in the day? Oh, yeah, that's weird. That is weird. So so 
that brings me to what I was going to say uh, before you said that it brings me to my point. Um, I think because it happened with Cam Newton um, and I heard Cousin Sal and Bill Simmons going back and forth about it, uh, arguing about it. And I think they were right on it. If they can get they don't have to be out 14 days if they can get a negative result like three days in a row, I think it is. So okay. if they test, if they test negative today, tomorrow, Saturday, or Friday, if you get three in a row, that's basically saying like, oh, that was probably a false positive, and they could mm-hmm. be able to play Sunday. I'm like 90% sure that's how it is. Um, uh-huh. I don't because that remember Newton came back sooner. Newton wasn't out two weeks with it, right? Um, yeah, or New- 10, 14 days, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think there's a way. Because some of these tests, you know, and again, we don't need to get into COVID and what's going on, this and that, but it's a fact. Some of these are coming back false positives. It happened to Matthew Stafford. So it happens. What percentage it happens at isn't up for debate on this show. Um, But I think if they can rifle off three in a row negative, then I think they're good to go. But I don't know. I, I, I know it might favor Baltimore a bit. Well, it does if they can get them back. But I was also reading that Baltimore was planning on flying out thursday morning for the pittsburgh game because of covid so a little bit of rest here i think helps baltimore for sure who's coming in hurting and on a you know no momentum against a pittsburgh team with the most amount of momentum you can get so i don't know what what do you you want to go over this game now or you want to kick it to sunday now i mean i think that line you're right is going to be is going to be smushed a little closer in this was this was looking like a good game um I will. Yeah, I think it's going to move a little bit. And I know if you've had a bet in already, if you put one in, that's done. So you're going to have to place a new one because the game has to be played on the day that it yep. was originally scheduled. So now yep. we're going to get a new line come out and you got to bet it again. So I don't know. It's up to you, man. I, I think at this point now, maybe we save save that game. Yeah, we'll save and, it for uh, the Sunday slate. I was leaning we'll, just to give it. I was a leaning Pittsburgh here. I was going yeah, to take me too. it. Me I too. I, five and a half. Come on. Yeah, Baltimore's just looked too bad. Too many injuries, I, especially then with Dobbins and Ingram's out. I like Gus Edwards, but he's not a a start. It just puts more pressure on Lamar, and he yep. hasn't. And dude, Pittsburgh, I, the numbers. I I don't know. Pittsburgh beat him last game, but uh, they got at Lamar. But the I mean, numbers Pittsburgh, are really in Baltimore's Pittsburgh favor. Is, you think they're in Baltimore's favor? The numbers. The last game, the last game oh. they played, Baltimore out out yardaged them by like two hundred, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it it was yeah. Lamar had two picks and two fumbles. Yeah, if, yeah, you know, it changes if, the game. Yeah, if you get rid of, they lost by four, I think it was. You get rid of one of those turnovers, Baltimore probably they wins probably the game. Win. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, you're looking at the Steelers team right now that is just their defense is phenomenal. Number one rated defense on PFF. The uh, number one, the number two rated pass rush, the number one rated coverage, uh, the number one rated run defense. The defense is playing phenomenally. They're playing, they're playing phenomenal, phenomenal football right now. Um, Yeah, you can't, you couldn't roll wrong with Pittsburgh here, even with the the point. I expect it to come down a little bit. You're right. I expect it to probably settle in around five. We'll get into it uh, on the next show. But, I, yeah, I, I was definitely leaning uh, Pittsburgh here. Just for fun, we can go over. Let's see where they had it at. We had, yeah, 75% of the cash was on Pittsburgh, 65% of the tickets. Everybody was all over Pittsburgh here. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and this is – and the line moved up, opened at four, 
it's up to five and a half. It was probably going to get up to six, six and a half by kickoff. Um, they're trying to squeeze some of the money to go to get over on the other side. They want some Baltimore more. bets for sure. They need they need some. Yeah, they need some at this point. It's, it's too too much one sided. A six and a half, and they may get me, man. You know, I this is definitely a case of one team is the best you can buy them at right now, and one team is the yep. worst you can buy them at right now. Yep. So it's a huge game for Baltimore. Which in kind the of a red and- flag, though, right? Kind of a red flag. You don't really want to lean into that too much, right? You don't want to yeah. bet the hot team against the terrible team because the NFL, you know, they bake that into the lines. Yeah, it's that stuff that always looks too easy. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the Miami-Denver game, you know, it looked too easy. Yeah. The, Everyone was the, all over it. Yeah, it, there's always yeah. those – there's one or two games every week that it's you put all your money on because it's so obvious. And, well, it wasn't that obvious um all right man well what up you got anything else you want to get into before we get going now that we got cut a game short here yeah um you know what i want to cover let's let's make for the people home since we're one game down let's go over our favorite parlay of the day since we loved washington in that spot i am gonna be bold and we don't recommend parlays but in certain spots and certain instances we can get behind it Jimmy, if I'm laying down 50, just on a little, or 50 units on a little parlay, see if I can, you know, quadruple my money around there. I'm going to take Washington Moneyline sitting at plus 130 right now. I love that. I think they're going to win. Let's go for the bigger odds. Let's juice that. And then I'm going to go ahead and take Detroit with the points there. Um, I love that parlay. Yeah, I kind of like that as well. I thought you were going to go two underdogs. I thought you were going to go Detroit on the money line, Washington on the money line. Yeah, Ooh, I, that would be nice. Yeah, I like that as sprinkling a little bit down. Yeah, I first off, I think Washington's the better team in that game. Like we already discussed, I like Washington plus three. I would love it at three and a half. But if you're betting a team at plus three, you have to think that they have a shot at winning the game. You're not betting them at plus three, hoping they somehow lose by one or two you yeah. think they can win the game. It's not like it's a seven and a half point spread that you're betting on. We're like, Oh, if they lose by a touchdown, I'm good. If you're betting a team at plus three, you think they have a shot to win the game. So yeah, I, I like that a lot. What's that payout? Did you, did you crunch the numbers on it? We didn't crunch the numbers yet. Let's, I'm going to do that right quick for you. Everyone at home, Jimmy, what's your, while I'm looking into this, what's your, what's your parlay? If you had to do, throw in the overs and unders too. I know you really like that yeah. under of the first games. Yeah. So I like the under 51, uh, so you'll get it under 51 oh, at minus, minus 110 at Houston and uh, and Detroit. I like the under there. There's just a lot of pieces missing for uh, Detroit's offense. And, again, these numbers are going to be somewhat artificially inflated because of the game being a national uh, holiday, being a standalone game. Uh, neither defense is good, so don't get me wrong there. I, this isn't a bet on, like, oh, one of these defenses is going to step up, something great's going to happen. Just Detroit's offense was so bad. Houston's had its moments. They can't run the ball. So yep. literally everything I, I could possibly say, though, is playing into the over, which is kind of why I like the under. These teams can't run the ball, so the clock's going to be stopped on incomplete passes and stuff like that. So this game's going to be extended a bit. But, yeah, I just think the total's too high. We've seen these totals are just too high this year already. Now it's ballsy to bet an under the first – four or five weeks you just didn't do it everything was flying over but now we're getting lines that are in the 50s last year a game between houston and detroit on thanksgiving it would have been 
mid to high forties. I mean, I think the Atlanta New Orleans game was like 50 last year and that's Drew Brees versus Matt Ryan with Julio Jones and Mike Thomas and Kelvin Ridley, you know? So there's just not a lot of, you know, a lot of offensive weapons here like that. So I like the under there under 51 and then yeah, Washington will win the game or the plus three, whatever you like. But, um, I try to avoid the parlays like we talk about, but we are going to be getting into some stuff for some people that asked for it for Friday. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one now. I like it. Yeah. And if you take my favorite parlay of the week, which is Washington money line plus at plus one thirty right now and Detroit plus three and a half, you're going to be sitting at three and a half times your money, three and a half times your unit. That's a nice little payday. You want to throw down some, uh, some Thanksgiving gobble on that one. Yeah, Jimmy, yeah that'll get $20 out of me, turn it into 75 whatever it is. Yeah, I'm bad at it. It's not bad. Yeah, we'll dibble-dabble here. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah, man. I think uh, I think that about wraps it up. I think I got a turkey to go cook. Anything else you want to add here? No, man. Sorry to everyone <laughs> that they cut us short. We had to pivot on the fly there. But, hey, that's how life goes sometimes. So, uh, hey, man, that's how I hope everybody has a news. – hope everyone has a safe, happy Thanksgiving, whatever it is they're doing. Enjoy your food. Enjoy some football. And enjoy some family. Yeah. Let's do most the three important. F's here. Food, family, and football. Let's, let's uh, do all those three. Yeah. Thanks once again, Jimmy. As always, we're brought to you by the Fin Addicts Network. You can follow me at Tony Longo 17 and Handsome Jimmy himself at Jimmy Kearns 14. Um, As always, Jimmy, it was great with you. Please smash that subscribe button. Leave us a comment. Let us know how much money we're winning for you. And we'll catch you on Friday for our Sunday's slate of games. As always, Jimmy, it was fun. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining me. As always, good to see you, buddy. Happy Thanksgiving. You too, brother. Additional support comes from our friends at Manscaped, the winning name in men's below-the-belt trimming, offering engineered tools for your family jewels. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. The holiday season has come once more, so return those pubes to the times of yore. Get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season with the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. You've skipped the tricks, now avoid the nicks, with the Lawnmower 3.0's proprietary advanced skin safe technology, this trimmer cuts on your nuts. Not to mention it's waterproof power so you can shave in the shower. Also included in the perfect package is the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, the Crop Reviver for quick spritz refreshing, a pair of Manscaped high performance anti-chafing boxers, and a t-shirt. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code FINSUP to save an instant 20% and get free shipping. Tis the season to trim the trees and feel the breeze between your knees. Manscaped, your balls will thank you.